Increasing the speed and efficiency of research is a win for researchers and benefits overall human health. Open science allows researchers to build on others' work in a collaborative and transparent use of data. It's Tuesday, July 31st, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Josh Anderson. Casey Williamson sat down with OHSU's Open Science Librarian, Robin Champeau, to learn more. Hi, Robin. Can you tell us about your role here at OHSU? I'm the Research Engagement and Open Science Librarian here at OHSU, um, and I focus on responding to OHSU community members' needs related to publishing, research sharing, data management, and the demonstration of the impact of one's work and research. So what that means is I collaborate a lot with my colleagues in the library, OHSU educators, researchers, students, to deliver innovative instruction, resources, and community building opportunities related to scientific communication, data science, and open science practices. So for example, I'm currently working with the Career and Professional Development Center and the Office of Postdoctoral Affairs to host the OHSU Impact Challenge, which is a series of workshops designed to assist students and early career researchers and faculty with navigating and implementing tools for sharing their work and building a network. And so you talk about open science. What, mm -hmm. is, what is open science? So that's an interesting question because on some level, open science can mean different things to different communities. For example, for some, it involves a focus on the real-time sharing of the products of research and experiments, such as open lab notebooks and research data. I tend to think of open science as a way of supporting and practicing research that's collaborative, inclusive, and facilitates the sharing and reuse of scientific knowledge and data. Open science in this sense is not just about broader access to the results of research in journals, but also encompasses things like the use of tools that are freely available and community built, support for a more diverse scientific workforce, and practices that allow others to understand previous work, such as data or code, to ask new scientific questions. So it really spans the research life cycle. So I'm assuming open science came about for, for given reasons. What does, a, what does a address? So that's a good question. There are a few issues and goals that open science practices hope to address. So one is reproducibility or the ability to replicate the results of others. Publication bias, so being able to facilitate not just the publication of positive results, but negative results as well. So we give a fuller understanding of any question or problem. Increasing the value of the products of research to make them more reusable, such as research data. Facilitating and rewarding more diverse contributions, so being able to um, reward not just the person that led the experiment or led the concept of, um, uh, of that work, but also people that are contributing to um, statistical analysis. 
driving discovery, of course, and also increasing public engagement and trust in science and research. So how'd you learn about, how'd you hear about open science? How'd you get involved with it? What was your, what, what launched you on this path? So I started at OHSU as the scholarly communication librarian in 2011. And before that, I was actually working within publishing and for companies that work with academic libraries. And this was just about the time where sort of there was more attention and more policies developing around open access. So public access to scientific publications or research publications. And my job at first was sort of like many other scholarly communication librarians, more narrowly focused on things like copyright education and facilitating um, OHSU authors' engagement with open access publications. And this is also a time where there was beginning to be more um, enforcement around the NIH public access policy. But then I started having conversations with my colleagues in the library, OHSU leaders, researchers, and even students that demonstrated that sort of the issues and their goals around how to share their work and understand its input was much broader than a focus on journal articles or other kinds of more traditional publications. It was sort of encompassed um, the um, research life cycle and involves things like how do I manage my data so a graduate student coming in a couple years from now can pick it up and it'll still be valuable to my mentor's lab. Or I'm trying to publish with a journal that is requiring that I share my data. How do I do that and where can I put it? And I think the conversations that we're having here were happening more broadly as well. So they became this more broader focus on not just open access, but open research and open science and the issues and goals it was intended to help address and achieve. And then finally, in 2014, I attended a new conference called OpenCon. Um, and that conference, which is about open data, open access, and open educational resource, resources, uh, is designed specifically for early career researchers and professionals. So I entered that sort of coming with my scholarly communication librarian hat on and kind of expecting to really have conversations with other librarians about open access and copyright and things like that, which I still important to my job. But there I actually met and got to spend quality time with um, researchers across fields, policymakers, open um, access journal publishers like PLOS and um, um, PeerJ, who were talking about opening up research and sort of improving transparency and reproducibility across all these things that we've talked about. So I came back from there having a much more um, a broader scope on not only sort of the issues that the OHSU community might be questioning and struggling with, but also a better sense of how libraries might um, understand and sort of address some of those needs and issues. Why is, in, in what ways is open science useful for OHSU? 
So I think there's a great deal of alignment between open science practices and OHSU's mission. Increasingly, funders and journals are encouraging or requiring open science practices and inputs. For example, the NIH is now encouraging their funded investigators to publish and cite interim research products, like preprint journal articles. And many influential journals, such as PNAS, Cell, and Nature, have implemented pretty progressive journal sharing policies. So successfully educating tomorrow's healthcare professionals and scientists means we have to engage and find ways of supporting these ideas and workflows. Another concrete and local example of the importance and potential of open science for OHSU, I think, is the new Center for Data to Health, or CD2H. So the CD2H is part of the Clinical and Translational Science Award Program, and the Oregon Clinical and Translational Research Institute, Oak Tree, is OHSU's CTSA hub. Um, the CD2H aims to coordinate and accelerate informatics research and innovation to advance translational research and improve human health by making data easier to share, making tools more accessible and interoperable, and facilitating collaboration, all of which are at root open science practices. So we not only have this new coordinating sort of center working on the issues, the leadership for CD2H is based here at OHSU as well. So how are you and the library helping OHSU researchers make their, their work more accessible? So we do a lot of things in this area. We offer services that address publishing and sharing one's research, data management, bibliometric tools and reporting, public access and data sharing compliance, and copyright. We also collaborate with OHSU researchers to introduce community members to open science workflows, open source tools, and data science learning. A great example of that is BioData Club, which is a collaboration between the OHSU library and the Department for Medical Informatics and Clinical Epidemiology. And it's a completely open co-learning meetup where people can engage with things like learning about how to code in Python to data visualization. Great. And and what are some of the projects you're most excited about? So some of the projects um, upcoming and work that I'm most excited about include an event that we're helping to organize called OpenCon Cascadia. And this is a collaboration between researchers and librarians and open science enthusiasts across the Pacific Northwest, including people from Oregon State University, University of Oregon, Reed, and Portland State University. And this is going to be a conference specifically focused on Pacific Northwest's goals and projects and needs related to open data and open access and open educational resources. So that's scheduled for this February. Um, also, there's some great work that OHSU students are leading related to sort of open science tools and resources. Um, Daniela Saderi, who's a PhD student in the neuroscience graduate program, has created a resource called Pre-Review, which is an online pre-print journal club that's getting a lot of attention. And one of its goals is not only to engage people with 
preprints. It's to help teach students the um, sort of art of pre-review and diversify the people that are sort of contributing to that process. OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced by Casey Williamson and edited by me. I'm Josh Anderson. See you next week.